Hello, welcome to the Feel Good Nug. I'm Samantha. And I'm Angelica. And if you're new to the podcast, thank you for tuning in. This is a space where we discuss and indulge in a variety of topics that allow us to open our hearts and expand our consciousness. If you're revisiting our podcast, we really appreciate your continuous support and, of course, curiosity. Today's topic is a bit far out from our recent topic, as we interviewed Miroslava Cassiano on the topic of interdimensional beings. Whether you're a believer, non-believer, or are on the cusp on whether aliens exist, Miroslava's insight and experience as a self-proclaimed multiverse ambassador is one for the books. Yes, and you can find her on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at The Metaphysical Chick. So Sam, without giving too much of the goodies, let's briefly chat about our personal aha moments or greatest takeaways from the interview. What was yours? I love this question because for as long as I could remember, I believe that life must exist on another planet. It would be so close-minded and even entitled or vain to believe that we're the only planet in our infinite universe to host living organisms. But the thought of human beings being able to energetically communicate with interdimensional beings, like that never actually crossed my mind. Hmm. In my mind, we're in our own bubble, in our own world, and they are in theirs, just like sea animals, physically existing separately. But I'm not ignorant to the fact that energy connects us all, right? Mm-hmm. We're connected to the earth. We know we're connected to nature, to trees, to sea animals. We're connected to each other. So if that's possible, and if it's possible for me to feel energetically connected and faithful to higher power outside of myself, then the ability for humans to be able to channel and connect with interdimensional beings isn't really outside of the realm of possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had to check myself during a couple of points where you and Miroslava were diving into the possibilities of alien species. I'm not sure if you caught that. Mm-hmm. And it was in relation to speaking about adversity and global devastation. Mm-hmm. And how no matter what's going on outside in the physical field or in the world, that could be a little bit traumatic. It's important for us to just remain neutral and in a neutral state in order Mm -hmm. for us to learn to develop a different perspective. Yes. It wasn't until after listening to the recording that I had an aha moment. Mm, Do tell. Yeah, for me, it connected to Miroslava's point about deconditioning the mind. Mm. When she said, you have to come back to yourself, to come back to your true nature, and to take your power back. Like, Mm -hmm. that really struck a chord. Because injustices, turmoil, awful events are inevitable. We know this. And while we can't make significant changes independently, we can make changes collectively. So the more you, I, everyone remembers who we are and we come back to our natural state of peace, the quicker and more we can impact our neighbors. And that will create a web of change. Uh, Yes, 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 and yes. 
The web of change you mentioned brings me imagery. Makes me think of the beautiful nature of trees that connect in an interweb of underground communication in which mycelium is the roadway to passing nutrients, minerals, and other things between the many trees in a forest. So that's like the universe for me, right? And the whole concept of the tree of life and like what it has it brings you to the notion that you are just as important as a piece of the puzzle to the universe Mm -hmm. as any cell in a tree that serves a greater purpose for the tree and for the greater good of the forest as a collective. So is humanity in the cosmos. Miroslava was a joy and just a breath of fresh air. I felt as if I knew her my whole life. Mm. We connected on so many deep levels. I believe she was placed in my path by Archangel Michael to build community, but also to simply just connect with the masses of people who are on a similar journey to enlightenment, like you and I. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're evolving as a human species alongside technology is proof that we can have a more robotic future if we so choose. We can choose to see the greys, you know, like the gray aliens as our future evolve into these small little beings that don't even need food in order to travel through the vastness of space and bending time and all of these things just to see and experiment with other worlds just to see and experiment with other worlds and discover the infinite universe as god intended yes or you know that's one way or we can get more in touch with our biological nature and choose Mm -hmm. a different path you know revert back to the the roots that's the point there's so many perspectives so many ways that life can unfold and these interdimensional beings are now becoming very much popularized and known as individual species like distinct races since the human desire to connect has just increased i mean it's always been there right more and more humans are experiencing more and more interaction with these interdimensional beings, these aliens, because we're learning how to unlock our potential through meditation, through unhealthy eating, maybe an abduction here or there, (laughs) yoga, (laughs) through so many practices. And in truth, we've been around, you know, these practices have been around for a very long time. You can trace things back to different cultures throughout history. I mean, there's tons of evidence and witnesses, but also lost information. Mm Mm-hmm. So now a new age is emerging, you know, the woke people, the Mm -hmm. whole new earth concept and ascension and 5D and the paradigm shifters, you know, et cetera. There's so many labels, so many names. Yeah. (laughs) So within all that, my biggest takeaway is when she said, what you feel is the truth. The mind gets in the way. Yeah, mm. that resonated for me too. Yeah, that definitely struck Speak a different that. chord for me because I'm like, okay, I'm so used to being weird and thinking we're direct descendants of extraterrestrials that were mistaken <laughs> as gods by our ancestors. And to me, it's 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 like irrefutable. Like I just mm-hmm. know it. It's my truth. It's my inner knowing. Yet I'm faced with everyone else saying that's unrealistic. It's blasphemy or just it's outright crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. Now I know that the mind is really the only thing that gets in the way of yeah. humanity. We're just so used to being the most fit species 
that we're trapped in our own egotistical nature. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. definitely like just all comes down to ego. And going back to like how our mind is conditioned, like we're conditioned Mm -hmm. to think one one way, we're conditioned to have a set of values, we're conditioned to choose a religion, we're conditioned to pick a group, we want to have a name for everything and title yeah. everything and that is very constricting mm-hmm. and uh and we talk about this actually with Mirosaba, but it creates limits in our lives yes it blocks imagination it blocks creativity it blocks your energy and your energetic connection to other sources in Mirosava's case her connection mm-hmm. to interdimensional beings which yes. is incredible that she can tap into this mm-hmm. and not all of us can and it's because like you said the ego yeah when we open up the truth that we're not alone and we've been influenced in ways inconceivable mm-hmm. then we can finally join the intergalactic community of knowledge that is out there They say that light is knowledge and darkness is the opposite of knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's not knowing. So when we step into the light, right, Mm -hmm. all our light workers and star seeds, we get it. Then, then can we officially comprehend different dimensions and how it all works. Mm -hmm. And we will graduate out of our little hermit shell as the little planet Earth and we'll finally join the vast cosmos and infinite universes and possibilities and and just really change some things i think around here yes that is more true power mm-hmm. we don't we don't and it's kind of crazy to think about what aliens who are visiting our planet are thinking about our planet like for all we know we are incredibly underdeveloped Mm-hmm. How we might see a third world country here in the United States, that's how they might see our planet as really needing a lot more resources to advance. Yeah. So we may be behind in our game. We don't know if they're here to help us. We don't really know what the purpose is. We do talk about what those possibilities are um, mm-hmm. with the interview with Miroslava. So tune in to um, continue tuning in to learn a little bit more about that. But there's a big question mark and there's a ton of possibilities that are really kind of exciting, a little scary. Yes, yeah, super exciting. Yeah, but, but very exciting. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's welcome Miroslava Casiano to the Feel Good Nut podcast. See you on the other side. See ya. Hello, my fellow starseeds and lightworkers. Today, we're reaching far into the cosmos to bring you a topic that is definitely geared towards a higher state of consciousness and awareness as it relates to interdimensional beings. The Feel Good Nook is all about tapping into our power. And today we have a very powerful guest, Miroslava Castiano. Welcome Miroslava to the Feel Good Nook podcast. We're so happy to have you on to discuss with us some very exciting topics. Hi, thank you all so much for having me here. It's very exciting just to be in a podcast and speaking about, you know, what I do and about what I'm passionate about because I really love all the extraterrestrial, metaphysical, quantum 
things. So thank you. Thank you both for having me here. Very exciting. We've been looking forward to connecting with you and your vast mind. We, I discovered you on TikTok and I was mentioning to you earlier about the video that really resonated with me um, in which you depicted yourself as a high priestess. And I was mesmerized by your light language you were speaking. And I hopped onto your uh, TikTok page and started scrolling and Alas, my eyes set on something so powerful, a video that is just very dear to me, um, the topic of St. Michael the Archangel. And I was just totally immersed in, in your persona and who you were. And I'm so excited to get into it. So yes. today we'll talk about topics of what starseeds are what self-initiation is, and of course, aliens, interdimensional beings, as we call them. So, Miroslava, you call yourself a multiverse ambassador. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, well, that term actually came to me as I was uh, actually channeling like some beings, and these beings showed up to me as the multiverse council. And this multiverse, this multiverse council is a group of non-physical beings. So they are pure energy. They exist across all universes. And uh, it's so funny because um, we are hearing so much about the multiverse in like superhero movies. If anyone like sees Marvel movies or like Disney Plus and they have like, you know, they have a lot of shows there. We hear a lot about the multiverse. And I, I was drawn to watching one of the shows and then I heard about this. And then out of nowhere, I started feeling the energy of this multiverse council. And they started speaking to me and they started sharing about what they do, which is, you know, they exist across all timelines, across all universes to kind of keep track of everything that happens in each universe or each reality. But, you know, they don't interfere they just watch what happens and they allow everything to unfold. So in a way, they are very close to what source would be, but they are showing up as individual beings, I guess, or consciousnesses. But yeah, so, so this multiverse, what I do is I just receive a lot of perspectives. And I say perspectives because this is only my... Uh, you know, like uh, what I feel or what I know or what I perceive of the information that is being shared with me. It's not the truth. It's not the ultimate truth. It's only what I believe. And so what I share with you is just these messages that I receive from not just the Multiverse Council, but from other beings of other universes. And I am just here as an ambassador to help people expand their mind, to really think outside of the box and to start really, you know, opening up to all the potentials that exist because we are here as humans, but there is an aspect of us, many aspects of us that exist, not only on different planets within this universe, outside the box. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. This is something that each and every one of us can do. But um, what I, what I, my personal experience is I wasn't able to do this all the time. And so what I had to do was really decondition the brain, decondition. It's, we are so conditioned to believing a specific way, to believing the, the collective dream, which is, you know, like what everyone else believes and what everyone else does. And we are so into this 
matrix that's what i like to call the matrix <laughs> is the collective dream mm -hmm. and so we are so you know just so overwhelmed by everything that happens in this reality that we just really stop thinking for ourselves and that's what i felt was a huge obstacle for me and once i was able to kind of take my power back and really start to see myself as who i am as an individual and not as a as one of society as you know, like being part of this uh, con conditioned mind or the, mm -hmm. the matrix, I was able to kind of start reprogramming my brain to kind of just, you know, just believe and tune into myself. And also another thing that really works with or like has worked for me and has enabled me to receive information and be more grounded energetically is embracing my human aspect. And I was telling mm -hmm. uh, Angelica uh, earlier in our conversation that a lot of star seeds, people that feel that they are extraterrestrials in human form, we kind of feel that this human is kind of like nothing. We see it as nothing. It's like an inconvenience, you know? This is, this human body is so, it's limiting. limiting. Yes, mm -hmm. there's a lot of limitation that comes with a physical body. And so we kind of hate being in this physical form because we come from you know being able to be energy and be so free and then we come here to this planet and it's all so limiting mm -hmm. and what has really helped me ground myself in this human form so that i can channel energy is embracing my human and loving my human loving myself and i think that's where confidence comes in and that's where we start to really strengthen ourselves because this physical body is so important without a physical body we can't be here being leaders or sharing information so we have right. to really love it and love ourselves but again like i was saying earlier what i recommend people to do is to stop watching you know like the news and really detach from everything that is happening in the world yes you know it's important to know what is taking place but don't overwhelm yourself with the fear of humanity with the fear of society mm -hmm. and just detach come back to yourself and what do you believe to be the truth what do you feel you know and yeah. it's it's a lot of stop analyzing things with the mind and really come back to the heart and what do you feel? Because what you feel is the truth. And that's when, when you are in that space of feeling, that's where everything just starts coming back to you. And it's uh, connected. It's just like the mind gets on the way. It's because it's, it's very busy all the time trying to analyze everything that is taking place. And so just calm down, come back to yourself, come back to a state of peace. And that's when everything just starts flowing and it's, it's effortless, but you know, we get on the way. That's why it feels hard. Mm -hmm. I completely resonate with what you said. And I, I guess I never thought that I hated my human form, <laughs> but I definitely felt that I wanted to be out there, like beam me up. <laughs> Aliens are real. Show me, show me. And I've never had an encounter like that. But in being constantly in my head and in my thoughts and trying to reach out to something beyond my physical, right? Like reach out to other interdimensional beings find out like how, what it is about them that makes them so advanced and just so the curiosity of what's out there has been so real to me my whole life. And 
I 100% agree with you that if you're a person that is seeking more information, more knowledge, more wisdom, more interdimensional um, information, the way to best receive that information is to start looking within because it's really coded in our DNA. That's my belief. Um, we're actually descendants of this amazing experiment. And it's not one, it's many experiments. And many people have, and when I say people, I mean interdimensional beings. Many beings have their eyes set on Earth because Earth is so special. Earth is so special. And we're at a turning point. More people are gaining the courage to ask those questions and to believe because we're seeing it all around us. Why else would, during a pandemic, uh, why else would Donald Trump sign this this um, this agreement that says, or push out an agreement that talks about releasing information about unidentified flying objects? Why else? Why else the push? Why else create a space force? All of this information that we've been scared to ask questions about um, because they're depicted aliens as being not friendly. Uh, mm -hmm. they're, they're out there to get us or they're going to destroy the planet or they're going to come back. And there's so many negative uh, depictions of them out there that people are scared, I would say, to, to question. Also because religion plays a big role in how we structure our thoughts, our frame of thinking. And we are reaching that point where more people are like, hold on, why is this going on? There's something we don't know. And I completely think that looking within begins that process mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that there's an inner knowing that we have and it's just, it's just listening. And then the messages start coming through. And I, I agree with that. So question on that one. So I totally agree. Like if you look within, like you're going to feel connected to source, um, you're going to get answers because we always have the answers within us. Um, and it's always just really good practice to really censor yourself and seek for guidance within yourself. But how would you like, how do you know whether you're connecting to say like a spirit guide or a spirit angel or maybe, you know, God or in this case, like uh, interdimensional beings, like how, how can you figure that out? Yeah. And I think this is when we kind of give a, a warning, I think, for people that kind of want to dive into this. Um, what I have seen or what I have personally experienced is that when I was diving into this, into channeling or meditation even with fear, when I was going into it with fear, uh, the experiences that I was having were not pretty because there was a lot of fear and fear creates a lot of distortion. Mm -hmm. And so this distortion doesn't really allow peaceful or high vibrational energy to flow effortlessly through us. That's not to say that we are connecting with demons or like bad evil beings. It's just a distortion that we are personally creating that is creating an, or feeding more of that fear. So, you know, if you want to start channeling and doing this yourself, everyone can do it. 
But again, I do recommend that you first work on yourself, you know, do the healing, mm -hmm. do the shadow work to really kind of start clearing all the distortion from your body so mm -hmm. that you can start clearing the fear. And so that when you really want to channel beings and go into that state of, you know, like just inner peace and, and meditation uh, so that you can do it effortlessly and so that the information can flow. Now, the way that I know who I am connecting with is, uh, well, first I got familiar with like the extraterrestrial races, for example, like the Pleiadians or, or like the uh, Arcturians and all of those beings. Uh, first, get familiar with them so that you can recognize kind of like their their energy and their vibration. So at this point, it's not like I'm not seeing beings or like hearing them speak. It's just an energy that I am feeling. So I am feeling them. It's about the feeling. And mm -hmm. then once I recognize the feeling and the vibration of the being, that's when I start receiving information. That's how I know because they'll tell me and I'll recognize like the way that they kind of speak. And again, I don't actually hear a voice. It's just all like thoughts that come into my mind and I know that this is not me because it's like my mind is like I'm not even thinking about anything it's just mm -hmm. out of nowhere like I'll start having thoughts or getting visions like I see a lot of things in you know in my mind like again it's nothing physical like I'm not seeing beings here in my room or like hearing them speak mm -hmm. it's so like I I feel energy I feel an emotion and then that'll transform to like a vision i'll see things in my mind and then sometimes i do hear like high-pitched tones in my ears and then i know okay i'm i'm, I'm there's someone here like there's something mm -hmm. uh, but yeah yeah it's it's just about you know start kind of getting comfortable with you know like the interdimensionals or extraterrestrial beings or extraterrestrial races read books like that's kind of like how i was able to kind of get familiar and comfortable with those energies mm -hmm. and then you know once you're comfortable you can start you know doing this yourself and then when someone shows up just feel the energy and you'll know you know it's all about the feeling and about the emotion that's I'm all about that you know it's I'm, I'm really not too strong about you know like using the mind to analyze things but more about the heart and really feeling the emotion and and yeah you'll know it's it's a very beautiful process that's so fascinating. When you mentioned species of aliens, uh, I know both of you have background um, and knowledge around that. So I would love to, for our listeners who are very new to this topic and want to know a little bit about the uh, races in the alien species, can you give us a brief overview? Yeah, well, there are so many alien species, like so many extraterrestrial races. But I guess the most popular ones that you'll always hear people talking about are Pleiadians. And those are beings that exist in the Pleiades star system. They are called the Seven Sisters. And uh, they are close to us, but their energy is so heart-centered. It's so beautiful. Uh, you know, they are a beautiful, balanced uh, collective, you know, masculine and feminine. But I, their wisdom feels very heart-centered. And what I personally feel for myself is that I was there as a Pleiadian being before coming to this earth in this like human version of me. Uh, and another thing, if we want to get even crazier, I, I had uh, this experience where my consciousness traveled to a spaceship in another universe where I was a Pleiadian oh, wow. woman. And and I was, I, I 
like my consciousness actually traveled there and i remember like waking up inside of this kind of like a chamber where my body is and it, it kind of keeps the body i guess safe and uh healthy as i'm you know like over here doing my thing um but i you know i, I remember waking up in this chamber and seeing some pleiadian beings and also seeing like my partner in that lifetime there mm -hmm. and uh uh, having conversations and then you know just talking about you know me coming why I came here which was to just help humanity and help uplift the the energy of this planet um, but yeah so their energy feels very heart-centered and they are so wise and uh, if you heard about Lemuria which was like an ancient civilization on this planet I do believe that Lemuria is very close to the wisdom of the Pleiades and uh, yeah so it's it's very beautiful heart center energy the heart chakra and um, another race that you will probably or you probably already know of is the Syrians and that's from the Sirius again star system which is uh, you know some people say that it's only two stars but um, the Dogo I think that's the name of the tribe of Africa and they actually say that there is a third star in that system and that star is not can't be seen with the physical eye it, it's more energy um but yeah so the syrians to me feel very magical it's all about magic and metaphysics it's all about you know like uh that's that's the collective that i connect more with ancient egypt and with the high priestess and you know all about magic and um yeah, so that's that's um, that's a very powerful uh, extraterrestrial race, and uh, a lot of star seeds are from that collective as well. But it's all about magic. I I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. But I feel a lot of magic, and uh, you know, like infusing crystals with energy and working with them in a way that you know creates a lot of just powerful energy within this planet and then there's another one that a lot of people know of which is arcturus which is the arcturians yeah <laughs> and arcturians are That's very me. scientific <laughs> it's very scientific very analytical and um that's actually one of the uh i believe that each and every one of us has been an arcturian or a syrian or a pleiadian or another extraterrestrial race or you know we all have an aspect that is in another universe or another planet another star system so we all have that in in the quantum field everything exists and it's all one but yeah and uh the arcturians is actually one that showed up for me and that's what really activated my mind so the arcturians are all about the mind and mm. if you want to understand the quantum field and how all of that works connect with the arcturians because they will show you techniques it's all about technology i do feel that at least was you know was a, a, a merge or a mix of a lot of extraterrestrial wisdom but i do that Arcturians were very, you know, like were very strong and a very strong influence in, in Atlantis because of their technology and their understanding of, you know, all of that quantum and metaphysical and and all of that stuff. So it's very beautiful. And um, these, I, I said these three because these are the most powerful ones within this earth, I guess. that These are the ones that everyone knows of and uh i do feel that these are the three collectives that really influenced 
the planet or influenced humanity and continue to influence humanity. There are other races like the Anunnaki, which were to be, are said to be like the ones that created the human genetically. You know, it's like we didn't actually come from monkeys, but we were actually created genetically but this by this like master genetics and it was like that's that's a lot um but yeah it's it's a lot and then we have the reptilians and we have the well i do want to say something about the reptilians because a lot of people see them as very evil and mm -hmm. you know when we think about like the government and power structures and we think about you know like people in power mm -hmm. we think that you know like they're reptilians and they're here to create chaos because they need fear to kind of feed themselves like that's they eat fear like i guess we can say it in that way but i've had a lot of um I've had an experience with this Draco League. It's called the White, the White Draco League. And this is a collective. From this collective, I guess I can say it this way, the reptilian phrase that we know of originated from. You know, the reptilians weren't actually bad. They were so powerful because they come from a lineage of dragons, of dragon beings. And that's what the White Draco League is. They are dragon beings. They are of they are extremely high vibrational and what i feel is that they are guardians they are very high up in the vibrational scale and very close to what we perceive as god but what i was told by this council is that the dracos and the reptilians they kind of were so blinded by their own light and they thought well I can be God, so why not kind of control people and kind of, you know, create my own universe and create my own thing? But they were very selfish, you know, they, they were wanting to create their own thing and following their own beliefs, and that's kind of how they detached from mm -hmm. the white Dracos, and they started to create chaos, and now they're all over the universes, you know, doing right. this. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's... I have learned to see everyone as one and as equal you know dark and light are all kind of part of the same you know they express energy in a different it's all about having compassion because we're all having our own journey and we're all we all make mistakes and that's okay but yeah i think that's kind of like the ones that everyone knows of and yeah. people kind of uh, connect to and again a lot of star seats are Arcturian or syrian or pleiadian uh, the Zetas, you know, we know the Greys and they're, uh, you know, we hear a lot about them and abducting people and doing all of that thing, all of those things with experimenting genetic with genetics and creating, you know, like I was telling Angelica about the hybridization program and how the Zetas have abducted a lot of humans and how they created this new hybrid race of you know children that have a beautiful balance of human genetics and extraterrestrial genetics oh wow and, yeah and they are said to it is said that they will come to this planet and be actually engaged with humans and be part of become part of society so yeah it's a lot <laughs> i want to revisit some of the things you mentioned because i think it's it's worth uh, noting, especially because as you were specifying the different alien races, um, we did touch upon the reptilians and the Dracos. And I wanna go back to reemphasize the statement you made about making sure that you are raising your vibration to the highest 
potential. What that means is if you're if you're um, operating on a fear level, that's going to be a lower level. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're greedy, if you're scared, if you're um, guilty, these are all feelings that fit lower on the spectrum. As you start to move up, you become neutral. You experience joy. You know, those are the higher levels. Peace, tranquility, love is like the ultimate, the highest. And if you're wondering, you know, where am I getting these thoughts from? What what feeling is this? The best way to determine if you're who you're channeling is off that emotion that you mentioned, the feeling. If it feels good, if it feels warm, then you are in touch with higher dimensional beings that you mentioned, the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, the Syrians, they're considered light beings. Whereas there are other beings that are operating on lower levels of um, frequency, the reptilians, perfect example. And they are fear-based. They do suck emotion and um, they are very power hungry. But I also want to mention that not all alien species are, are spiritual. And what I mean by that is connecting to source. So source is God, source is prime creator, and not every species in the universe is connected or even believes that in God or source, prime creator, whatever you want to call that. So because you are questioning or or maybe you're opening up the door to interdimensional beings aliens not everyone is connected to source and that's very important to understand because so many civilizations and species are highly advanced they appear to be magical um, because they can manipulate life and energy in ways that are we can't even perceive so if you wonder and many people are like how did those pyramids get there in egypt you know someone must have helped them uh, build them how can they carry these huge amounts of i don't even know if it's like limestone or what uh but whatever materials they use to construct the pyramids in egypt you know that always fascinates people because with technology today we couldn't even get that precision mm-hmm. so with with understanding that there are many, many different beings out there, not everyone is connected to to the light. And that is important, I feel, to emphasize again and again, because there are beings out there <laughs> that you can potentially come across that that could harm you because not everyone has the same agenda, the same ideas. And even though someone might present themselves as super powerful, it doesn't mean that they're connected in a good way to to source. So I love the breakdown that you gave us. And when it comes to the reptilians, I've always been a little bit fearful of them. And I've always been convinced that they're definitely the ones in power. They're definitely the ones, the 1% that have all the wealth on this planet. There's a reason why people believe that they're of reptilian origin because <laughs> I mean, they make it known in so many ways. Like, just look at the story of Adam and Eve. Okay, let's just take it back to the story of creation um, that many people 
or, or religious people uh, believe to be true. So what is the downfall in humanity? What is it credited to? It's credited to the snake. The snake is the one that influenced Eve to ask questions, to want to be like God, to know, to eat from the tree of the, the forbidden fruit, right? The tree of life. And that was the downfall of humanity. So taking it back to the depiction of what that was, that was a snake, that was a reptile. And from there, you know, religion has taken over and people are scared to ask questions and go beyond. So <laughs> where do I want to go with this? Well, I think that what you're saying, I, I think it kind of ties to stigma of aliens because we're mm. all so worried and fearful and we think that all aliens are reptiles yes. or reptilians and reptilians are the you know lower energetic force so how do we break the matrix or the stigma around aliens like what do we need to know about where aliens stand and i do believe that this all comes to an individual's perspective so my perspective i i don't see aliens as being evil I see aliens with love or extraterrestrials, reptilians. I see them with love and with compassion. I see them as my fellow, you know, beings, as, as brothers and sisters. And so, you know, if someone, let's say like a reptilian was here, you know, sucking up the blood of humanity, you know, it's like source wouldn't allow anything to happen. God wouldn't allow anything to happen or anything to exist if, you know, if it wasn't meant to serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that everything in this universe serves a purpose. And we are all here learning. And, you know, and even though, you know, like, for example, when a human kills another human and that's murder, you know, it's not, it's not good. But, you know, it serves a purpose. And I do believe that everything is orchestrated, divinely orchestrated to help humanity understand, to help other beings, other extraterrestrials, you know, find their way and eventually head back to source. But what really has helped me is, again, going back to deconditioning our beliefs, to deconditioning, to detaching from the collective dream, which, again, I refer to as the matrix, so that we can start thinking for ourselves. And then eventually, when we come back to ourselves, we are able to remove the fear from everything. And so, you know, when if we, if we for example, see ufos or spaceships here and we are afraid of them we are creating a reality in which these extraterrestrials are wanting to harm humanity mm -hmm. because we believe that's what it is and so for us to kind of you know create a different timeline that it's more high vibrational then we can't hold fear of anything and that's when you know really being in a state of neutrality is very helpful because you know we see everything as you know having purpose and it's like yeah even though you know it's it sucks and you know there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of chaos that's being created from something when we look at it from a state of neutrality it's very you know it, it's very beautiful and it's like okay i'm just i'm going to allow it to be because it serves a purpose I don't know if maybe that makes sense. <laughs> Just kind of playing devil's advocate. Sounds like 
a good thing, right? Like, yeah, like let's just be neutral, but it's actually not that easy, especially when we live in a society where most people are still living in a fear-based energy. And we are very much conditioned to always look behind our backs and, Mm -hmm. you know, have the best entrance for yourself in mind. There's so much change. It's uncontrollable. And over the years, things just seem to be getting worse with climate change and, you know, the pandemic. So, You mentioned how everything serves a purpose. And in order for you to see what that purpose is, I can understand why we need to remain in a state of neutrality. But thinking about things like mass murders or genocide or poverty, like that's a hard pull to swallow to say that we're all of that is here for a purpose. Miroslava, what you had mentioned earlier about... um... One of the things that you are focused on right now is neutrality and learning that neutrality. And I think, Samantha, in response to the very valid points you bring up about the devastation in the world um, and the fear-based life we've been living, especially through all these recent events, um, it brings me to the concept of free will. So when Earth was created, it was a free will zone. So everything is allowed, even the tyrannies and, and, and the devastation. And I agree with Miroslava, what you said about there's, there's always a lesson behind the biggest devastation. And it's only when you come out on the other side that you're able to look back and reflect and say, wow, like, so that's, that was the lesson. I think one lesson people learn from COVID is um, how to slow down how to slow down in this quickly advancing world and recentering ourselves to our immediate homes and being quarantined and facing the death around us. I think it helped us understand how much precious life was. If we didn't understand it before, which I'm sure we did, but there was, it hit on a different level. Mm-hmm. And going back to the free will part, the reptilians and i've been fearful of them as well and in reading the book that i i got from you miroslava bringers of the dawn teachings from the pleiadians by barbara marciniak i was able to see that even prime creator created the reptilians who are in our eyes evil um and it's all allowed because they also have a lesson to learn. And when we rise up and we realize and reclaim our power and our origin, and we we realize we don't want to keep operating on that fear frequency, then we're able to ascend. And that will be the ultimate lesson for them who who have been controlling humanity for a long time. But the only way we can come out of it is through our own personal power, reclaiming our own personal power and as a collective, when more people do it, I think that the process happens a lot quicker. And I don't know, Miroslava, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's all about, you know, just coming back to ourselves again. I I say, I, I think I've said this a lot, but I truly believe, and that's what has helped me personally, is again, like I know that there is a lot of chaos in the world and that there is a lot of injustice. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of, you know, people just, 
going through very hard times. But again, we all experience exactly what we need in order to grow. And not just collectively as humanity, but personally as, you know, people, as beings. We are here. School, not school, but like Earth is <laughs> a massive school for mm -hmm. all souls. And this school is of limitation. And so we come here to experience darkness to experience polarity to experience emotions because outside of this planet you know when we are in our etheric form and just in the higher dimensions it's all just energy it's all just you know just flow and we're just free to be everything we're everything but when we come back to or when we come down to this earth and restrictive and so limiting and i think that's another thing that we are experiencing with COVID. it's like there's a lot of restriction and there's a lot of limitation and it's so you know it's it feels very hard it's so hard for the human to experience limitation because you know self-consciously we know that we are free and that you know our soul is eternal and infinite and there's so much more outside of this realm but we feel stuck in a way and i think that's humans have a lot of hard time understanding and um, coping with but it really like like uh, angelica like you were saying we all have free will and source is never going to interfere god is never going to show up and be like you are doing this you are going to help <laughs> god loves you regardless of what you do regardless of what you experience what happens God is always going to love you. And I think that's something that's so important to remember. And if God loves you, then who am I to judge you? You know, if God, who is the consciousness that, that created everything that exists in this universe and gave free will for, you know, people to do and beings to do whatever they want, then who am I to judge everyone, to judge these beings that are just being themselves and they are here on their journey, just experiencing life. And yeah, we make mistakes and things happen, but again, it's, it's a lesson for everyone. And that's why, you know, coming back to a space of neutrality is very helpful because we are able to see through the pain and see through the distortion that is created by the fear that we have, because this earth is really a place of fear. And there's a lot of fear. There's, uh, you know, a lot of people always so afraid of everything that happens but you know just again coming back to ourselves and mastering ourselves so in a way i feel like the spiritual journey is all about us detaching from the world from the reality that we see or the collective reality and really coming back to our own reality what are you feeling what are you experiencing and focusing on that even though you know there is chaos happening around us and it's it's a lot it's very it's very sad to see everything mm -hmm. that happens but you know it's like at one point we have to detach so that we can work on ourselves and then once we reach a space of neutrality we can come out of this and help humanity because we're not we're not judging anything that happens we are witnessing it and we are learning from it and i think that's a massive lesson for all of us here is to be able to love and to have compassion and to be and to see everything from a space of non-judgment because that is what is needed when we are afraid and we kind of you know look at others with anger and frustration that creates more distortion mm -hmm. and it creates more fear and that's you know it's it's all it's all it's keeping everything stuck 
it's all low vibrational, you know, just those feelings of anger and frustration with our very valid and I do advise people to feel all those lower vibrational emotions because they have to flow. They mm -hmm. have to move through our bodies. And so we can say, oh, I, I don't feel pain. I don't feel sadness or anger because we do. Mm -hmm. So we have to feel them. And then, you know, once we allow ourselves to feel and those emotions flow, that's when, you know, we are able to kind of find ourselves. We find ourselves in the chaos, in, in the underworlds, in darkness. And I think that's what the spiritual awakening is in the dark night of the soul, which right now the earth is going through a collective dark night of the soul. That's why everything right. is just feels so dark and negative. We say that we want, like, in order for you to connect and to understand um, situations and your place in life and your evolution and to reach a higher state of consciousness by being neutral you kind of open the doors for that to happen more smoothly and considering that half of the world is just not there yet and they need a lot of like people just need a lot of guidance to pull them through the lowest level which is fear all the way up the ranks to love it just seems like such a huge undertaking and as angie mentioned earlier it's the first time in history where the government has publicly acknowledged that there could be extraterrestrial or interdimensional forces ufos etc and when I saw that report, like my mind instantly went into, there was a reason, a deeper reason why this is now going public in a more acceptable way than ever before. And at first I was like, that's fucking cool. And then I was like, holy shit, are we like threatened? Like, should we be, mm -hmm. be worried? So in my experience, I toggle back and forth between like my fear and then like complete neutrality or like just thinking through love. Right. And I'm able to just kind of go through those cycles because I've trained myself to, and I have enough confidence that like, I know whatever happens, like things are going to be fine. Not everyone has that capability. So question for you, Miroslava is, why now? Like, why do you think that there's such a focus on, you know, aliens and extraterrestrial beings? And, and if, if it is true that they are here and that they're making their presence known a little bit more prominently than ever before, what do you believe they're here to do? Why in this period of time? Yeah. Well, this earth, the planet itself has been going through a huge transition energetically. It's it's the, the, the energy, the vibration of the planet has been shifting for a long time. And it's like, you know, because I'm sure maybe you've heard of like going from 3D to 5D, you know, like the third dimension to the fifth dimension, the old earth and the new earth. And that is a process that has been taking place for years. And now we are at a time where the earth is like, 
the earth is already there. The earth has shifted vibrationally. And that's why I do believe that we are seeing a lot of the chaos because people feel the energetic shift, but it's like we are still holding on to the old self, to the old earth, to the frequency of the old earth. And it's like, oh my gosh, like it feels so deep and so intense because the vibration of the new earth is much lighter in frequency. Mm. It's much higher in frequency. It's all about, you know, unity and, and, and just magic and so beautiful. But it's like we are still stuck in old generational patterns and mm-hmm. you know trauma and 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 that's why you know all of this is coming to the surface. The shadow of humanity is coming to the surface because of this massive energetic shift that is taking place. And what I believe, and, and you were saying, Samantha, about the, you know, like being worried about what the intention behind, you know, the government coming out with this information about extraterrestrials. And immediately when I saw and I heard that this was happening, that was my first thought as well. Like, mm-hmm. what are they doing? Like, what is their intention? Why now? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do believe that in there are, you know, and this is where the multiverse and the quantum field comes into place. Like there are, so, there are so many different timelines coexisting with our present timeline. So, you know, and, and it's like, it's all energy and it all holds different vibration, but there are so many potentials that can be taking place. And so one of the potentials, so one of the things that could be taking place is that maybe they want to do like a <clears throat> a false alien invasion and they want to use these to feed more fear and to create more chaos so that could be one of the potentials and one of the intentions that they have but i also believe that the extraterrestrials are ready to show up they mm-hmm. really feel that humanity is it's getting ready to that we, I just got we, the chills like all over my body. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been shaking and, this whole time. <laughs> and, well, I'm, I guess I'll share like a dream that I had the other day because I think it it kind of connects with this. But in in a dream, I don't remember everything. But I was in a building with a lot of people, and the people and and we saw like this Pleiadian being showing up like right in front of us and it was so so crazy because it was like an interdimensional door like this energetic door or like a portal and this pleiadian being was showing up and everyone was terrified everyone was so afraid like and i feel like that's kind of what what the reaction of humanity will be if they see like an extraterrestrial being but what i what i learned from this dream is that when i saw this being instead of being afraid i came back to myself, came back to my heart and connected with the being energetically. So it was like I connected to a mm-hmm. feeling. I detached from the chaos that was unfolding around me and I came back to myself. And when I came back to myself, I was able to feel the vibration of the being. And what the being said is, I am here to help you. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not here to create chaos or to make you afraid. I am here to help you. I am here to help you expand your mind. And I, I, I believe that there is a timeline. It is just one potential. There are so many potentials in which, you know, the extraterrestrials will show up. We'll start to see their UFOs and maybe not as, you know, to interfere or to make something happen because, you know, like they can't come to earth and make choices for us you know because if if they were to show up and do like their magic and lift things and telekinesis and all that stuff 
people would see them as gods. And I feel that that's what happened, you know, in, in the ancient times. Like a lot of the gods that we know of were actually extraterrestrials, but, mm-hmm. you know, people weren't familiar with them. So we saw them as gods. Uh, but I believe that in this case, what I see this potential being is them showing up to help humanity see in the midst of darkness. You know, when everything feels so chaotic, they're going to be showing up with their UFOs, with their spaceships to see, hey, you're worried about this, but look what is yes. like, what the potential is. You right. Know, like, I almost feel like so- that's the message that we all need to hear for us yeah. to believe and hire. Like, that's probably like the quickest way to get everyone on board to believe mm-hmm. in something higher than to just like rely on these light beings on earth to help guide everyone, yeah. right? Like it's almost like visuals always really, really help with that. Yeah. And I think that's definitely one of the potentials. It's that we'll be able to see the spaceships. And um, again, they're not going to be here to interfere or to do anything, but just to kind of help humanity believe. And, uh, you know, because what I feel is that at one point, there will be a lot of chaos and we will be seeing a lot of power structures, you know, just collapsing. The economy is going to collapse, the church, religion, we're going to see the fall of everything and humanity people are going to be terrified because that's all we know (laughs) like you know like what's what's going to happen after this right and i feel that one of the potentials again is that these extraterrestrials will be showing up to tell us like you know what you are worried about is so little compared to everything that exists yeah so really you know come back to yourself and expand your mind to see of all the potentials that exist outside of your collective dream outside of your matrix with what which is you know the co-creation of everyone's beliefs and so i feel that in a way they will show up to help us understand the higher purpose or everything that exists outside of you know earth so yeah and it's it's very beautiful (laughs) yeah i love it sam when you were asking about you know why now it reminded me that this has happened before so the stories of Atlantis, the fall of Atlantis and Lemuria and, and all of these um, beautiful places because they're depicted as being lush, you know, green, waterfalls, flowers, magic, crystals, energy, like everything's so beautiful. We had that at one point. I think the intention for Earth early on was to give us all of our power and and let us know. And I think that that's one of the big um, ways you can tell the difference between different energies is one is light and light is information. The other is darkness and darkness is not knowing. And when, when Mirosaba, you mentioned that there will be <laughs> the, the total disillusion there will be a dismantling like i think covid was bad but not to like scare people but um it will only get worse Uh, we are seeing the devastation with climate change we are seeing the devastation with everything illnesses disease health everything's deteriorating and you mentioned the coming out like the government using um a, a fake invasion to like that'll be the last attempt to still enslave humanity. And at that point, 
many people have will will have stepped into their power because mm-hmm. people are awakening to that inner knowing and there's no longer a stigma around these out there ideas because and there is but i think it's that that gap is um closing or you can think of it in another way like it was very intentional and we have to consider that that was a form of keeping us just um one-sided like having our eyes in in one way looking at the world in one way but if we go back to before that time i think we come across just beautiful more stories and we're we're much more powerful in that sense when i'm referring to atlantis and all of these things if you've ever seen the show um what's it called with matias de stefano in initiation have you seen it i've seen it i've seen uh, i haven't seen the whole like series but i've seen a few episodes he's he's amazing yeah i love him he mentions how early on back then in atlantis when it when it really was a place everybody knew their power everyone had this initiation process where they themselves became gods and it's simply opening up yourself to source and receiving the gifts and um the earth's chakras were aligned at one point so like everyone had this god power we knew we were all gods because we came from god so if god is if if we are a piece of god we are god and when i say that it causes a ton of thoughts like what the fuck is she talking about she's crazy you're <laughs> not god there's one god and that's not mm. you and i think that goes back to like reclaiming your power we are we all have god within us that therefore we are god and we do have the power to create our reality yeah and i think that's what religion does religion actually creates more division and separation you yes. know and i think and um yeah because like you were saying like the bible the bible is simply perspectives of what was written by a human you know by a person and this person was writing just again their own perspective of what they were experiencing of what they were seeing so you know it's not the ultimate truth and you know in the bible is often seen as the ultimate truth and you have to follow the bible if you if you don't follow the bible that you're going to hell you know because you know this is what god said but in reality those are just it's a book of perspectives and again our mind creates a lot of distortion and i do believe that a lot of the information in the bible is distorted information and especially because of you know back then men were the ones in power and they were the ones in charge and we don't really see a lot of the feminine energy in the bible mm-hmm. and i think that's that has created this huge division this huge imbalance within just energy in general mm-hmm. because even god has a feminine and a masculine energy yes. feminine and masculine expression and i feel about the feminine energy which is love unconditional love mm-hmm. it is flow it is you know it is just this uh, it's light it, it It's so it's so crazy just to see how everything has unfolded and again it's just because the feminine energy wasn't really given the attention or the love 
that she needed. And um, the feminine energy is often also seen as darkness. The feminine energy is the void. And what I have channeled myself is that a lot of the darkness that we are seeing is the rejection of the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you know, I don't know if you both heard about Kali, Goddess Kali. Kalima, she's the goddess of destruction, the goddess of transformation, death and rebirth. And what I feel in a way is that because we have been rejecting the feminine energy, she got tired, the feminine energy got tired. And it's like, you have to pay attention to me. And I am going to create chaos until you pay attention to me, mm-hmm. until you hear my voice, until you see me, because she wants to be seen. And I'm not talking about a being in general, but like the energy as Right. So whether you're a man or a woman, there is feminine and masculine energy within you. So that's another perspective and another way of seeing like the chaos unfolding. It's like that is the rejection of darkness, which can be seen also as the feminine energy. So, yeah, it's it's a lot. And uh, there are many perspectives and many potentials. And uh, me personally seeing this as a rejection of the feminine allowing me to embrace the feminine energy within myself has kind of balanced the scales and it's allowing me just you know to see more again from a neutral space but yeah like you were saying uh, about just going back to atlantis and how everything was just we all have the power and women power women were in power in atlantis that's something i want to point out (laughs) because um women were held in such higher regard, understanding that we are the portals to creation. When when we have children, that is almost like the big bang all over again, creation all over again. I see the light. I was living in darkness. I was I was a baby in the womb, but I felt safe and cradled and comfortable in the void because there's much to love about the void and the darkness, but we fear it because it's like, there's no light. That doesn't mean that it's bad. Mm. It's duality. You should embrace both. So women, women have been taken down from their powerful throne for far too long. So Sam, to answer your question and going back to the question, why now? It's also because women are now empowered to be themselves. And it's not the same everywhere because we look at the Middle East Look at how look at how women are treated there. And through the show, The Initiation, they were talking about the chakras of the earth. And the one of the strongest portals on earth is in the Middle East. And they are fighting so hard to keep humanity controlled. And that's a perfect example of the control going on right now and who they're targeting. So women who do embody this ideal, I mean, they're, they're taught this. What else do they know? But we look at, we, from as Westerners, we look at that world and we're like, how could you live like that? How? Why? Why is that still going on? Like, to me, that's my history. Like, that's generational trauma. We're still working through all of that. Why? Why do we still see this on in other parts of the world? And that's where the power and the control is just a lot stronger. Yeah. And... Yeah, I read, I saw somewhere that, that the portal there is what's one of the strongest portals. And that's kind of the last place where the major and the biggest changes are going to occur. Yeah, 
I mean, it's it really is fascinating just to see like everything and and see it from like an outside perspective. You know, like you were saying, like we're not there and we're not experiencing that, but you're seeing it happen happening it's really it's it's awful it's horrible just to see that but again like i feel that us just doing our own work individually creates a big change a massive shift because it's all energy and energy you know it transcends space and physicality and everything so you know it's just focusing on ourselves even despite what we see is it's very 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 important and i think that I, I know that eventually we'll be able to see the light in the midst of all the shadow. But I know that we will be having a lot more darkness and a lot more of the shadow coming out to the surface. And it's going to be really hard. They're going to pull out the the, the hardest um, lessons for us to learn and overcome yeah. when when the time comes. But it's it's here. It's been here for hundreds of years. It's been unfolding very slowly because it takes every individual soul to play a part in the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, just one more thing that I wanted to say is just to remember that we are not here to save everyone, you know, because I know that a lot of people feel like they are healers, star seeds. We feel like we are here to save the world. And that's a lesson that I personally learned is that I can't save everyone. But I am not here to save everyone. I am simply here to embody the energy myself, to be the example, I guess, in a way, to be a role model for, for people, for, uh, for humanity, because it's up to you. You are the one that has to make the choice. Either you continue to live in fear or you continue in the path of light and to, you know, raise your own vibration. But I can't make that choice for you. And this goes back to, you know, we were talking about dimensions, but there is another uh, another term that is called density. I am just here, you know, just to witness everything that is taking place because I'm also here to learn and uh, just to be the lighthouse i think a lot of us are here to be the lighthouse in you know to be the light that shines in in darkness and um yeah that's why again and i keep going back to this because i feel it's very important that we focus on ourselves on healing ourselves on clearing all the distortion from our own form because that's all we can do we can't we don't have control over anyone so you know all we have control over is ourselves and that's that's what we're here to do is to, you know, just embody the light and be the lighthouse. Such a beautiful message to wrap things up. It was so great to meet you, Marislava. Like I learned so much and you're just so peaceful and zen. And <laughs> I just like took so much out of this conversation. Uh, definitely enrolled a little bit more than it was <laughs> the beginning of the call. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. It was so great. And I'm sure that other people are really going to enjoy your message. It's very powerful. So thank you. Thank you. I really, I enjoyed uh, very much so the dynamic that you two have. It's, it's very beautiful. It's very harmonious too, because you two hold kind of different vibrations and like different frequencies, different energy, but it comes together very beautifully. And I think that's something that people really enjoy. Oh. So thank you both for giving me the space to be here and to speak my mind. Cause um, I know that, you know, it can be a little too much sometimes, but 
yeah, it was. It's very fun and just very exciting to see women, you know, doing this and being leaders in this new paradigm and just creating change, being the lighthouses. That's that's beautiful. Thank you. Yes. That's Thank you so much. We definitely are going to have you on again because I totally want to talk about self-initiation. I think that that is just a topic that we can look forward to here at the Feel Good Nook. There's so much to talk about in terms of what a high priestess is, tapping into divine feminine energy, archangels. Like we are not done here. So we would love to have you on again. Yes. And for anyone who's listening, she is on TikTok. If you want to know more about about her vast intelligence and knowledge and ancient wisdom go follow her at the metaphysical chick and she's on youtube she's on instagram she's everywhere she's the metaphysical chick miroslava castiano thank you so much for having us yeah, from my heart you. to yours I love you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, you. we'll talk soon yeah we will yes definitely all right bye